Today we are delighted to have Bill Prankard on the program sharing a word for this hour. Bill is going to talk about how going from mountain to mountain requires going through the valley. Perhaps circumstances have you battling discouragement. Well, this program is for you. <laughs> Stay with us on Lifeline Today. Welcome to Lifeline Today. I am so glad you're part of the program. We are really encouraging you today. We want to be an encouragement in this season. Mm -hmm. And the message we have on the program is one of encouragement. That, it is. Uh, it came from Bill Prankard. You know, Dick, Bill Prankard came to be on one of our programs back in, I think it was 1996, around there. And the moment we met him, our hearts were knit. Uh, for revival in the nation of Canada and we've been just the best friends ever since then we're pulling together for revival in Canada. Our ministries have worked together quite a bit over the years yeah. but Bill is a person that has a leadership mantle for this nation and uh, he's God's used him in the north in an amazing way northern Russia and with the Inuit and uh, northern Canada uh, and continues with his own uh, new president Stephen Carlton who we've yes. had on the program as well <laughs> but uh, Bill does carry a word for our nation he, you know he's, his history goes back to being touched in revival in the early 70s mm -hmm. and it was all through Catherine Kuhlman meetings down in Pittsburgh that he took a group down there and God just totally changed them and then changed the church they were in in the upper Ottawa Valley and and really revival broke out in that yeah. whole upper Ottawa Valley people coming to the Lord people being delivered and healed and in that period of time Bill began to declare Canada, Canada. will be saved Canada shall be and saved he began speaking about Psalm 72 verse 8 which not many people did at yeah. that time about he shall have dominion from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. And of course, we have declared that here as well. So today, the program is going to focus on going from mountain to mountain. But to do that, you go through a valley. Yeah. And he's likening our time right now, the COVID, the whole lockdown, yes. all of 2020, as a valley. As a valley. But it's got a purpose. It wants to, God wants to bring us to the next mountaintop, and that's his message And he's today. saying we have to keep our eyes on the next mountaintop. Absolutely. So you know what? This is a good program for you if you're experiencing any kind of encouragement. You need some hope. You need to look forward. God's got something for you, and I know it'll be in this message if you, as you listen. And while they were teaching, this one young lady kept interrupting and, and uh, was a real nuisance. And Paul determined she had a demon, so he cast a demon out of her. And the thing was, she was really well-known, apparently, and, and the guys that owned her, well-known and influential. So everybody knew about this. So if I'm Silas, I'm thinking, oh, okay, now, okay, this is how it's going to work. Because they're, they're, they're going to see the judge now, and we're going to testify what's happened. And when he hears what's happened, he's going to say, you know what? We've got lots of people that are in mess like that. So we're going to give you the stadium, and we're going to promote, and, and, and you guys are going to just minister, and, and, and everybody in Macedonia is going to come. So they listen to the evidence, and the judge says, hmm, let's start by flogging them. 
Now, just a minute. See, things were going pretty good over there. And now, it wasn't just a flog. It was a severe flog, which I think is worse than a flog. I've never been flogged, and I don't want to be, but they were severely flogged. Some people die during this kind of whipping and beating. And if you were Silas or one of the men, wouldn't you be questioning this whole thing? Like, this couldn't be God. We must have missed it. But you know what was happening. God was setting them up and positioning them. And that's what God's doing in this season. He's setting you up and he's positioning you and he's preparing you for the next mountain. And so they come back. They come back in front of the magistrate and they're bleeding. And they're half dead. And now they're thinking, okay, now, now things have got to turn. Well, they did. They turned worse. He said, well, that's a good beginning. Now throw them into the inner prison. That was a one-way thing. People didn't come out. They put the hardest criminals in there, and it was rat-infested and dark and dingy, and it was awful, and they chained them in there, and they, they would eat just garbage. And... This isn't what we signed up for. And some of you are right now saying, I don't, I'm not sure I signed up for this. Well, do you remember? God reminds me sometimes, you said you'd go anywhere, do anything. You said you'd trust me when nothing makes sense. Oh yeah, I did, yeah, but I didn't mean, I didn't know COVID was coming, like I didn't know like people ask me, what do you do? And I said, well, I travel and speak. And, and they say, um, where? Well, I really haven't been traveling and I haven't been speaking, but that's what I do. And, um, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and that's kind of the story for everybody, but we're gonna come out of this because this shall come to pass. You understand that. And we don't know what it's going to be looking like. And we know what, what it's going to be left when we come out of it. But we do know that we, the church, have to come out strong and bold and on fire. Amen. So it's midnight. And they're bleeding. And they're tired. And probably confused. And old Paul says, hey, Silas. <laughs> Let's have church. Like, let's sing. My personal belief, I have nothing to back it up other than I know it's true. Neither Paul or Silas could sing. They were terrible singers. But my thing is, if you can't sing well, sing loud. And the Bible says, make a joyful noise. We can do that. And, and so they... See, Silas is chained to Paul. They're chained together at midnight. But see, here's the thing, folks. They weren't really in a valley. They were heading to the next mountain because God had a plan to save Macedonia. And at midnight when they sang, the prison shook. 
What do you do when everything seems to be falling apart and there's disappointment and confusion? You praise. You praise because you know that the word of God is true and that God is still able. You praise and things break when you praise and God's presence comes when you praise. That's why, that's why the devil is doing everything he can to get the people of God to get their eyes off the next mountain and get their eyes on the stuff around and talking about this or that. I'm really not here to talk to you about COVID. You know where to find information about that. I'm here to tell you about God who is is not confused and he's not changed and he's well able and somebody says well I, I can't praise unless I feel the presence of God funny I feel the presence of God when I praise because God made a decision he set the rules he says when you praise I'll come and dwell right in the middle of it you want to be overwhelmed on your way to the next mountain, not with COVID, not with debt, not with anything else. You want to be overwhelmed? Well, you better be overwhelmed with the glory of God. So you lift your hands up and you start praising. Everything that has breath praises him. You don't praise him for the stuff going on in the valley. You praise him because you know you're not staying there. You're changing mountains and the next mountain is going to be great. The jailer probably the hardest guy in Macedonia is going to kill himself because he knows that if all the prisoners are gone, he'll die. And they say, oh, no, 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 don't. We're all here. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. We're here. Not only did he get saved, his whole family got saved. And you know he got saved because he started dressing the wounds of Paul and Silas and others, they started ministering to him, caring. They started loving people that they hated. And then they want to be baptized in the middle of the night, out in the water. And then they wanted to feed them. Let me tell you something, folks. Your next mountain is going to be so good. Don't stop. Don't quit. And then the classic has to be Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to this earth, and at the age of 30, he calls 12 men to follow him, each one unique, each one interesting, not one perfect, not one with theological training, not one that was a student of their scrolls and scriptures. Just follow me. And every one of them followed him because they believed he was the Messiah. And he confirmed it. I mean, only the Messiah could do this. Only the Messiah could raise the dead like he did with Lazarus or the little boy, you know, the widow's uh, boy from Nain or... or I, I mean, he, only the Messiah could do 
take a little boy's lunch and feed thousands. Only the Messiah could walk on water and, and, and could speak to the wind. And the, you know, I mean, so they, they were absolutely were convinced. And, 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 but then they thought, okay, we're, we're heading to this mountain and we know exactly how it's going to happen. The day's going to come when we get to Jerusalem and he's going to set up his throne and he's going to overturn the Romans and, and he's going to rule and reign and we're going to be sitting right beside him. We're right in here. And they believed it. And they believed it with all of their heart. They gave their whole life for three years. They left their work. They left their family. They sacrificed. They did everything. And then got a little confusing because people started leaving. And the crowd started going down. And they said, well, we think it should be building. But then came what we call Palm Sunday. Oh, that was a good one. They entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday... And the whole city was crying that he was the Messiah, was worshiping him. Was on. Well, now we're here, we've arrived. And one week later, I mean, would that mess you up? The same people are saying, crucify him. And you're thinking, I'm sure even Judas thought they'll never kill him. They can't kill him. I mean, he's the Messiah. He's come to save the world, and he's going to set up his throne in Jerusalem. But they watched him die. They hadn't figured that. He told them. He told them on a number of occasions, but sometimes we, we only hear the parts that we want to hear when God tells us something. Or, or we... we think we know what it means and how it means, and that brings confusion. And they saw him die, and they watched as they took him down and buried him. Boy, they, you know, we look at it, it was only Friday into Sunday morning. I mean, like, that's a, that must have been a long, long time. And they must have been saying, like, how did we miss this? Like, it can't happen. And then came the great news. He's not dead. He, he's back. And he walked with them and talked with them and ate with them. And, 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 and they, I mean, it was amazing. And now, again, they've got their hopes all built up. And, and isn't that the way it's been with some of you? I mean, you just think, oh, my, that was terrible. But now, now it's really getting good. Okay, now it's going to get better. And then he keeps saying these silly things like, I'm going to leave you. And they kept saying, no, 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 it's time, it's time to set up. And they kept saying, when will you set up the kingdom? Come on. They didn't have Georges watches, but they, they, they would come on. <laughs> like. And then they watched him leave. He left them. He told them, just go and wait, because I'm not going to leave you alone. But I'm trying to figure how they must have felt for those 10 days. It was 10 days, it appears, without God being active in the world. God the Father sitting on his throne in heaven. Jesus had ascended and was sitting at his right hand. And Holy Spirit had not yet 
been given. Ten days can be a long time. And we, we don't know. I mean, we can surmise how they were when they were in the upper room. Some say they went in the upper room to hide because they thought they were going to die. Some said they went in with excitement because he promised it. But it's, it, sometimes when you're going on the way to the next mountain, it, it, you kind of forget. You get overwhelmed. He left us again. Now it can never happen. The plan was... Not to just have a handful of people, you know, with him, but the plan was for the entire world to be touched. The plan was to take ordinary people and endue them with all the power of the Godhead to do the works of Jesus, to do not just the works that he did, but greater things. That was the plan. How do you get there? You can't get there without going through the valley. And there were 500 on the Mount of Olives that heard him say, you go and you wait. But at the end of 10 days, there was 120. That's not real good. And I'm concerned that some people in the body going through what we're going through are going to miss it. And you don't have to. In fact, you can't because, let me tell you something, I believe more than ever that Canada shall be saved because the Bible says, if my people, not Prime Minister Trudeau, not a new election, not a new government, not a premier, if my people, which are called by my name, if they humble themselves and they pray and they turn from their wicked ways, God will heal our land. There's healing coming. And let me tell you something, folks. Before the foundations of the world, God decided that he would have a nation that would have a leaf on its national flag because that nation would not just have a destiny to be healed, but that nation would have a destiny to take healing to the nations. I'm here to tell you, God decided that there's not enough devils in hell, there's not a virus strong enough, there's no government dark enough that can stop God from being God, and no man can stay the hand of God. Canada shall be saved. Help change the spiritual climate of Canada by becoming a monthly partner with Lifeline Today with Dick and Joan. All donors will receive this year's Lifeline Today Fridge Magnet, a reminder that you stand together with Dick and Joan for Canada. Pledge your support of $25 a month and receive our latest booklet entitled Your Lifeline Today, Scriptures for Your Every Need. In it, you'll find prayer strategies, scriptures, and testimonies to build your faith for healing, family salvation, finances, and more. Partner at $50 a month and also receive this leather-bound journal entitled Sacred Time, Sacred Place. This journal will bring greater intimacy to your daily time with the Lord. 
Lifeline Today has also commissioned this wooden plaque engraved with the priestly blessing found in number six. Carved into fine maple, this blessing will be a constant reminder to your family of God's protection and faithfulness. It's our thank you gift to you for your faith-filled partnership of $100 a month. Your tax-deductible donation will empower this ministry to release the prophetic voice of God across our nation. Call today and say yes to becoming a partner with Dick and Joan. So many of you have been calling us here in the prayer center lately, asking us to pray for protection, protection for you, protection for your loved ones, protection from the virus, from fires in your area, from job loss, from financial ruin. But I want to take you to Psalm chapter 5, verse 11 today. It says, let all who take refuge in you, God, rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them that all who love your name may be filled with joy can you just picture that for a moment God is spreading his protection over you like a weighted blanket would protect you from the cold you are safe in him take refuge in him today sing joyful praises to him no matter what you are facing and call us here in the prayer center we want to pray for you well, you can see the theme of this program is about God's sovereign care over his people, no yes. matter what the circumstances. And Joan, we are in some pretty strange circumstances, uh, unlike anything we've seen. And we are going from mountain to mountain. And Dick, you know, we both say when we're talking to people that God is bringing us to a higher place. And so, yes, this is a valley that we're going through, but we need to keep our eyes on God because he's bringing us, yes, into a new place of authority for what we need in the coming days. So Bill used some really good Book of Acts illustrations, right? <laughs> of well, course. the Church of Philippi experienced extraordinary revival. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a tremendous church too. It was the church that supported Paul faithfully through entire, his entire ministry. But uh, it began with some very uh, unsettling circumstances. And, and you know, just for casting out a demon, they end up in prison, beaten. And by the way, we've seen that prison. We've been to that location. Yeah. So uh, we know what uh, that place was like. It wasn't very nice. It Not wasn't a nice pleasant place. But uh, let me just say that that application is so needed for us today, that God looks mm -hmm. at a bigger picture. And uh, we look at the world and it's like, wow, the devil's taken over, this is taken over, and yeah. that. But it's never that way, is it? God sees the beginning and he sees the end. And I do want to talk today about something that Bill talked about when Paul and Silas were in the prison and they said to each other, let's sing, let's have church. And you know, Dick, I believe that that is one of the keys to getting through the valley is to sing, is to worship God. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. And you know, many times in Tefillah, when we are worshiping the Lord, which is our Wednesday Lord, prayer service, our Wednesday prayer service, when we're worshiping the Lord, it's almost like heaven and earth touch. Come together. Yeah. They come together and something opens up. 
and we can see from God's vantage point. We yeah. know what he sees, and then we begin to pray and believe for what he sees. Yeah. But Dick, I also believe that there is a real weapon being formed against God's people, trying to muzzle their mouths so that they can't sing. And you know what? We need to sing because I, I just believe that it is one of the weapons that causes things to shake in the spirit realm, and, and the enemy runs, he flees when he hears God's people singing his praises. I preached a message the other day called Better Together. Yeah. And uh, I, I just said, isn't it ironic that in the present circumstances, isolation, yeah. uh, masking, uh, fear, yeah. uh, f fearful of even a human contact, which are all things that are fundamental to the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. to the fellowship of the body of Christ, yeah. And yet it seems as though the, the spirit of this age is moving everyone away mm -hmm. from that. And, uh, and I think, of course, we, we respect all the f protocols to, uh, that are required for, for safety reasons. Yes, but, we do. But we also know we need to hold fast to the things that are important, that are priorities in the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure there were prisoners in that Philippian jail yelling wow. at Paul and Silas, saying, shut up, <laughs> we want to sleep, you know, be quiet. It was after midnight. If you could actually sleep in a prison like that, I don't know if you could. Well, it was pretty dingy. I'm sure the prisoners would. Yeah, dingy and, uh, yeah. So there you go, and yet they, they pressed on. Yeah. You know, maybe that is something that you're experiencing. You feel the isolation. Uh, parts of our nation haven't had any church services for nearly eight, nine months. And uh, wow. I've personally feel that's horrific. Uh, I feel mm -hmm. the impact of that is horrific, but also believe this, that God has a purpose in it, mm -hmm. that we should press in with him more closely than ever before. And this is one reason why Joan and I come on this program, because we know we reach many people who cannot mm -hmm. make it out. Maybe they're isolated, maybe they're yeah. housebound for one reason or other, but we can come yeah. and share. <laughs> and you know that there's no time or distance in the spirit. So we're gonna pray for you now and you can receive ministry yeah. where you are. No, I, I believe that I can see in my spirit some people who are feeling very weak yeah. spiritually. Yes. Not physically so much, uh, well, maybe that too, but spiritually, you just feel like, but remember this, the Bible says that his strength is made perfect in weakness. That's right. In our weakness, the Holy Spirit can take over. Lord, I lift up these who are watching, this one mm -hmm. in their living room, this one in their, their yeah room where their isolated room that they're in and I release your presence into their lives. Yes, Lord. I release your grace into their hearts right now. Lord, you are in control. This is one thing we just heard from Bill's message, mm -hmm. that no matter what it looks like, God still sits on the throne. That's right. He still controls all that goes on in the earth. He's not surprised by anything. And Lord, you, we can put our trust in you for that. So I pray for the peace of God that passes understanding. See, yes, mind Lord. says something else. But the peace of God passes understanding yes. will touch your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And, you know, we get so many prayer requests uh, from Jill, people who are calling in saying that they're so discouraged and they're 
battling a spirit of depression. So I want to speak to you about that because I know, Dick, that there are probably many, many people watching who are battling with a spirit of depression. So we just come against that spirit of depression in the name of Jesus and through his blood. We put the blood of Jesus against you and we command you to loose your hold and your efforts against any one of God's precious people right now. In Jesus' name, we say they are set free and their eyes are on Jesus, the one who sees the beginning and the end. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of the program. And yes, you can connect with us in multiple ways, of course, through the phones. Uh, there's certainly email, text, and so on. But uh, let me encourage you, you can also partner because mm -hmm. uh, this is what Canada needs right now. Yes, we need to be connected. Yes. So thank you again for being a part of the program. We love and appreciate you. We pray for you. You know that? God is on the throne. Amen. Remember this. We love you and appreciate you. God bless you. See you next time. This program is supported by viewers like you, and we thank you for partnering with us. We want to hear from you. Send us your prayer requests, praise reports, and comments about the program. To watch past episodes, learn about the ministry, or contact us, visit our website at dickandjoan.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Lifeline Today with Dick and Joan, and on our YouTube channel, Dick and Joan TV.